And well, we're live. <laughs> right, so the European Super League, lads, it has basically been destroying, well, it could have destroyed football. I mean, I feel like at this point, unless you've been living under a rock, you're going to know what's happened in regards to the European Super League. And it's just, I'm not going to lie, for like, you got the news on Sunday. And then I basically spent all of Monday going, like, is football over? I think the whole <laughs> the whole of the footballing world just stopped still in a way that I don't think I've ever seen before. It was absolutely mental. Yeah, I wasn't paying much attention at work on Monday because I was just thinking about the Super League and what it meant and all the possible permutations of how it was going to end. How can we stop it? What can we do? I want to riot. I want to do something. I want to say football. <laughs> it was so. It was such an unusual announcement as well because we've heard about the Super League in the past and it's been a discussion. Y- yeah, like the people, project big picture. That pro- kind of project big picture. You know, we even like us on this pod, we've talked about the idea of it. And then all of a sudden, one night, on a like we hear there's talk about it, and then at nine thirty, everyone drops this really, well, I, I almost want to say like a confusing message, but it wasn't. It was very clear, um, <laughs> but it confused everyone. It was like what? Mm. like there was no build up. It was just okay. There's a super league on now. It's like okay, <laughs> yeah. It was there was like as you said, there was just no build up to it. It was just out of the blue. Um, it was made apparent during, you know, just the Man United Burnley game was about say. to happen on the Sunday, mm. uh, and the whole nation was treated to a Gary Neville rant, which was pretty on the was pretty on the nose, to be honest, in reg- in, in yeah. regards to everything he said. But it just it just makes you think, how can this happen? Like it was just it was out of nowhere. Is there was no build up. There was no. It could be. Uh, there was nothing in the pipeline. It was just yeah. like a. It was like someone just dropped a grenade into the room of football and went, "Enjoy, like <laughs> still a Yeah, no, it was, well, it was wild. Well, I mean, it, it, the announcement was quick, but bear in mind they've been talking for probably about a year before this happened. Like this mm. hasn't come about overnight. Yes, the announcement came quickly, but this was a long negotiation, which has taken a long time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the announcement time was weird. I mean, I was going to like, going to bed, but I was like texting, like, "Have you seen the news?" I'm like, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, like I was just getting no. ready for bed, and I was just like, "What the fuck is?" Yeah, same. and it wasn't, and everyone was talking about it, and like it was all over like the news, and obviously we saw Gary Neville's arm, and I was just like, oh, "Okay, like that's like, I, yeah, that's a problem for another day." And then all of a sudden, it was for me, it was real when you saw the statements. Like I saw Real Madrid statement, and then all of the mm. rest of them just started to follow. Um, that's that's when it really yeah flicked a switch well, for me. Although honestly, like so when it dropped, I was up till like gone one, just yeah. Yeah. refreshing Twitter, refreshing like yeah. every kind of news <laughs> thing going. What because as you said, they dropped it like super late, and I was like, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I don't know. I was thinking about that. It almost like because when you think of say the owners of Liverpool, Arsenal. Uh, you know, you know, American owners. It was almost like it was dropped at what would have been like peak time for mm. the for the states. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is just that's just such a weird timing. So I don't know whether that alludes yeah. as to just how involved they were. I mean, they were obviously very involved. You got well, the fucking Glazer family being like the yeah. chief execs or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it may also try and show how they were trying to slide it in under the radar in the UK mm. as well. Yeah. So if you say you peak time for America, which is obviously the audience where they want this to take off, and try and hide it from the people who are not going to like this, mm. and like yeah. when it drops. Well, so. I, I wouldn't have been so, so. I I think this has been on the cards for a while. I think the team, the clubs have wanted to do it. I wouldn't be surprised if 
it got to this point because of they finally got a backer in JP Morgan. They finally got someone, a bank, to, to promise them the money. Well, I mean, I, I saw an article, I don't know if any of you saw this, John Walters tweeted mm. something. Like, apparently the idea of a Super League was first banded in 1998 when they did yeah. the initial Champions League reforms and they used it to strong arm UEFA into um, yeah. building the Champions League. And the, what's the funny is you look at the teams in that, City aren't anywhere near it. Chelsea aren't anywhere near it. Mm. Like, all, yeah. like half the teams in it were like nowhere near it. Like because they're new money, and yeah. that's that. Mm. They're only in it because they've got new money. So yeah, yeah, it's an odd one. That I mean, how Tottenham and Arsenal got an invite, I'll never know. Yeah. I mean, as you said, it's it's the money thing, really. So obviously, again, just to sort of put it into context, into the probably that the one or two football fans in the world still that don't understand how it would work would obviously just be um, what was it the founding f- 12 clubs there was going to yeah. be founding 12 well, clubs founding 15 15 yeah they were going to add it up to 15 uh, and the 15 clubs obviously Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool United, Arsenal, Spurs from England Real Madrid, Barcelona Atletico Madrid from Spain uh, Juventus, AC Milan and Inter Milan from Italy and then there was going to be another three teams added at some point down the line which is uh, they were they were I mean, we go, know who uh, they would be. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah. they were trying to strong arm Bayern, Dortmund, and PSG were the other three they clearly wanted as part of this. Yeah, yeah. Let's, and, um, like, let's be realistic. Yeah, uh, and yeah, and obviously it was going to be with the intent of creating that new Super League, which obviously um, breaks. Well, it breaks the L nine rule in the Premier League anyway, but it, it completely had this have gone ahead it would have just completely ripped apart the footballing pyramid not only within England but also within the uh, domestic leagues of Spain and Italy as well so you're looking at you're looking at almost like a revolution of football in terms of and and, you know not for the better Um, obviously the, the thing with the Super League being um, you know that these teams can never be relegated from it, and that they were going to that they were going to get three hundred million an extra three hundred million pounds uh, yeah. per year, and. As a result, then you'd think, well, they're not going to take their own domestic league seriously because why would they? They're in this league, and yeah, yeah it just well, and, the, and the money they were talking about. The money they were talking about for the it's league crazy. was crazy. So it was mm. three hundred like, million. Yeah, yeah. three three hundred, a guaranteed three hundred million. That's not to win it. That's just to participate. And that, yeah. and when you compare that to, I think it's like one hundred twenty to one hundred thirty. One hundred twenty if you win. The if Champions. you win the Champions League, round about the same number if you win the Premier League. Like it's. It's astronomical money, and and if they were allowed to stay within the domestic leagues, you could well you couldn't argue it. You could guarantee that they have a massive financial advantage. Mm. Um, and I mean, they already have a financial advantage. Yeah. These clubs, these aren't poor clubs. Um, no, unless, unless you're Madrid and Barcelona, in which case you are poor. Yeah, because you've got stupid I, amounts I mean, of well, debt. I think that you're kind of edging into as to why this league was pushed or at least it was attempted to be pushed through in the first place because you've got um, obviously the director of the league was supposed to be the owner of or the director of Real Madrid um, Perez uh, and as you said, Real Madrid and Barcelona—they're currently in crippling debt right now. And funny enough, at the time of recording this, there's still there's still only three teams left in it in the that haven't backed out yet, oh. which is Real Madrid, Barcelona, and Juventus. Which, when oh. everyone else has folded, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. But it kind of shows you how desperate they are to. They need that money. Fina- yeah, they, they need do. that money. Um, and it, but it, they're not going to get it now. I mean, no, no. Now, like you've lost half of the appeal of it. You like, can just invite. You, you can just a ragtag gang of so West Ham will be in it. <laughs> you can get Stoke. Just whack them in there. Um, Stoke. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, just bring anyone along. Well, just play Ten Out Classicos this season. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, People yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's um, yeah, it, it it was it was insanity, um, and it's it, it's something I've never ever seen. Um, but it was it was it was always money motivated, and I kind of like I was discussing it. Um, with a friend, and I can kind of get it from a pure business perspective. It makes a lot of oh, sense. Oh, one hundred percent. Like, like uh, there is no business in the world, but at least that I know of, that you're guaranteed three hundred million pounds worth of income every year. Like, for everyone else, we got to go sell mm. some shit to do that. Um, like, it's it's just craziness. Um, no, I mean, I mean, let's, let's be real, right? If you're, I mean, it's been it's been pretty established beforehand. Uh, before the the invention of this European Super League, that you know, like Stan Kroenke, Arsenal, the Glazers, they they don't really give a toss about the clubs they own. It's purely money. So, and you know, obviously they're kind of, especially with the way that uh, say like the NFL was structured and everything like that. This idea that if you perform badly, you could potentially be relegated. It's just mm. not an American thing. And no, there's an not. element of it that makes it it makes your potential income at a risk of of losing more than you make in in the case of you know like i i mean i don't think many of us realistically thought that arsenal would be relegated this year but in november december they had the form of a relegation relegation candidate their fans were worried and people and you know had that form continued all the way you know up until say like now you'd be sitting there going like bloody hell they they really could go down and just and just the and just the fact that you can have a conversation like that it's very it basically flies in the face of of you know like the nfl yeah. even the mos league yeah. over there the nba that well, you you just well, have as, teams and that's that i mean the, the other thing is though um as i was gonna say like you talk about really also being relegated it's not even as much as that it's like being in or out the champions league yeah or that's, just, a, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. a shift as, of income which you yeah. can't guarantee as, and that's much more realistic for those mm, kind of yeah. things as things teams. stand unless they because i still think they're in the europa league aren't they arsenal, arsenal yeah so yeah, if yeah, arsenal, arsenal have to win the europa league because i think they're out the, the FA champions Cup, league and then yeah. look it's looking up they could still finish in a place but it's looking unlikely let's be honest so they realistically won't. They're not yeah, going to no, finish it, ahead it, of all of the teams above them. They're not yeah, going to get I, I can't, Yeah, no, I can't see it either. Yeah. So realistically, the only way for them to get guaranteed European football, that being the Europe, uh, well, it'd be the Champions League if they want it. Yeah, they, they have to win the Europa League to get Champions League. Yeah, to get any form of European football, they have to go and win a trophy where there are better teams left in it. Yeah, I mean, so we've got Villarreal in the semis, and I think. We've got a good chance getting through that. Yeah, I fancied it. It's and just then, Man United, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's United, and that'll be, yeah. that'll be the final. And in a one-off game, yeah. we're going to beat Man United. They yeah, exactly. Season, they, they've they? already so, beaten them this season. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's a bit of a funny one. Uh, in in that kind of sense, but as I said, these American owners, there's no element of risk that you have loss of income, and obviously, it's why for years you kind of felt that they did. Like Arsenal as a football club did rest on their laurels with Arsene Wenger, even though it was getting to the point where he probably mm. wasn't the right man to take the yeah. club forward any further. Um, but the, the owners would have just seen it as, you know, they, they had, what, Money. 20 consecutive years in the Champions League? They must have yeah. seen that and gone, well, well, that's fine. That's our target. Security. We don't care. Yeah. Mm. But then when that's gone, you then need, you, you've then got no guarantee of that income anywhere. And at the end of the day, these owners, they're not, they're not that enthusiastic. Well, I say not that enthusiastic. They, they, they don't want to put their own money into the club. They want 
you, you know whatever investment they do have, especially Arsenal, it's yeah. the, it's the money that the club has generated. Well, yeah. I mean, so, I, I think so you see that with Liverpool as well, though this season. I mean, yeah. they need a centre back. Clearly, needed a centre back all year, and the owners haven't put anywhere near the income for a club that last season won the league title. Mm. It's, it's ridiculous. Mm. But twenty million on Thiago and forty million on Jota. But in January they needed a centre half, and they got two million pound guy from Preston. And a guard loan from Schalke at the bottom of the Bundesliga. I mean, that's yeah. not, yeah. that's hardly the ambition you, you're kind of looking for from the ownership. So, as you say, uh, it's not a case of that they just don't want to put their money in. And they, look, I don't know if you saw, like, United stock price surged 5% when this yeah, was Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did. So, the, the motives are clear. They're very obvious. And, and this, this isn't the end of this. As long as they don't have checks and balances in, in in our institutions because this is what they are the the, the massive yeah. institutions mm. as long as we don't have checks and balances in it these people will keep trying to make money in in any way they can um aside from the the means that they already have um well i mean let's be honest they're gonna go to uefa and try and strong arm uefa now is what they'll do well, like, it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. If, if if you look at the new uh <laughs> i know it's so if, if we talk about where we're going from here if you look at the new uh format of the champions league you can see that effect. They're now granting places for clubs that have historical success based on UEFA's coefficient. So a club like Barcelona, okay, it's unlikely that they're not going to qualify in, in the Champions League um, next season. But if they don't, say they go around for a really terrible spell, it doesn't work out, you know, they're still rebuilding their academy, they could still get into that, that Champions League format based on just their historic success. Yeah. Which is which no, is nuts. Uh, no, yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly it. That that's anti-competitive. That's anti-sport. That's not the way. It, it, especially when you think as well the history in which the football has been built, especially over here. It's this idea that you like you know it's you know it's unlikely, but it's just it's little things can happen. You just it's amazing how just little tweaks or how. Just well, that little just... element of competitive just makes the excitement surge. You only have to look, you know, at the minute we're all right. We we were in fourth until Chelsea drew against Brighton. We we're, we were in fifth on goal difference, which last year we were fighting relegation. And and this kind of league, Super League that they were trying to propose is just the complete opposite of of that nature. Well, well I mean, it's like you think of Leicester as well. Like that's the story, hmm. isn't it? Yeah, like yeah. Leicester winning the league title, they were fighting relegation. They go on and win the league title. And I think what's brilliant is you know clubs have a cash advantage. Arsenal, Tottenham, or Big Six have always had a cash cash advantage. But the pitch is 11 v 11 every time. Mm. And whatever happens, whatever results you get, you can outmanoeuvre in the transfer market, you can scout well, you can do all kinds of things, invest in your academy. You can find ways to level money mm. and fight and dream and push and f- push the envelope. And you can do something incredible. Because mm. at the end of the day, it, it's a competition. Yeah, and it's, it's sport. Well, sport that, at its essence is a competition. But at, the, at, the, at, the, at the essence of that competition, what makes it so much money is that it's entertainment. There's stakes on the line here. Both stakes from big teams and, and stakes from little teams. And that is what gives mm. it, that's what makes it exciting. If football wasn't exciting, no one would fucking watch it. Well, I mean, this is what my issue with the Super League was. Because once you kind of decided who got through to a qualification round... There'd be a load of dead fixtures because you know the teams at the bottom aren't getting relegated. Yeah. Like, there's just nothing. Yeah. There's a load of games that just don't matter. Mm. Like, what's great about the Premier League? You've got a title race. You've then got a race for Europe. 
and then a relegation battle, and then there might be two or three games in the middle that don't mean anything. Exactly. But almost exactly. every week, there's, you, there's stakes in everything. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you as well, how often are all three of those things sorted before the final day of the season? More often than not, you'll get down to the last day of the season and there will still be at least the relegation to determine or the top yeah. four to, to, to determine. Yeah. Or the, there's always at least one, if not at certain points, all three yeah. that have to be yeah. decided at the very end. And you're right. If in this kind of league sense where, you know, you can't get relegated or whatever, whatever. once it looks clear that someone's going to win the whole thing, then the rest of the fixtures, there's, they're almost a waste of time. They're, you know, you've just got to play them out yeah. because you've got to play them, but they don't mean anything at that point. Yeah. It, it, it just tears up the whole um, meritocracy that I think we've tried so hard to defend in football. And, and, and it, it, it's, it's an amazing structure. Um, and it's yeah, it would have been terrible if it was going. Um, yeah, and I, I mean the pyramid of English football is, is a pillar of the whole thing. But we, the money filters downwards, and this this was the big issue for me it was mm, yeah, yeah, literally yeah. taking money from the English game and pulling it somewhere else, yeah. taking it away from grassroots football because let's be honest, that comes from Premier League income, yeah. therefore that's gone. The amount of League League One and League Two teams that rely on income from the top of the top of the tree to help them just survive not just like ha- like thrive they need it just to get through yeah. to next week kind of thing and then you're talking about these big sit go oh covid's a problem we've lost a lot of money oh we're gonna go and fuck i, I argue that i ha- argue that they haven't lost a lot of money because um you know they they've been really hit by covid of course they've been hit by covid I would argue, but but they still played football. They still were on television, unlike a lot of these other sides. Yeah. Um, I I would argue it's a, it is the the situation these clubs have landed themselves in. Clubs like Real Madrid, clubs like a lot of Premier League clubs in massive debt. They've landed themselves in a situation by ste- by being unsustainable and spending well, outside yeah, of I mean, means by dropping hundreds of millions by borrowing hundreds of millions. To try and be like, oh, I'm just going to pay off. At some point, someone needs to step in. And so you need to be a sustainable business. I mean, this is my issue with Barcelona and Real Madrid talking about financial sustainability as a, as a thing. Real Madrid and Barcelona never don't qualify for the Champions League. That to them yeah. is all but guaranteed income. Yeah. So what you've done is just gone, we have, this is our ceiling of money mm. because we get basically all the La Liga money. Pretty much like 75 Oh, yeah, they get 66% between the two of them, which is a Exactly. Joke. So you yeah. get basically all the La Liga money and you guarantee Champions League and almost certainly make the latter stages of that. Yeah. So what, what more guaranteed income are you, are you trying to get? You've just been badly managed. That's yeah. all you have. Yeah, they've, they've just been run like a, a poor financial institution. And I'm sorry, businesses that aren't successful go out of business. Unfortunately, it'd be very sad to see a club like Real Madrid go. But at some point, the ownership has to take that responsibility. You're 300 million euros in debt. It's, that doesn't happen overnight. It's it's, more, like Barcelona's like 1.2 billion in debt. Yeah, Barcelona, yeah, Barcelona, really, Barcelona is really it's bad. In a, it's, it's madness. Uh, but then you see like Erling Brat Haaland going for tour. It's like there's no way you can afford Erling Brat my, Haaland. My, like, my favourite my favorite, uh, quote was, uh, it was today um, when... Um, uh, uh, was it is it Luis the um, uh, chairman of um, champion uh, of Real Madrid? 
Paris, Florida. Paris, Paris, sorry. Yeah. Um, he came out and he was like, there's no Erling Holland and there's no Kylian Mbappe to Real Madrid if we don't get the Super League. Yeah. And I was just like, good, you can't afford him. Stop spending money. <laughs> like, just stop. Stop spending money you don't have. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, we're not going to get it if we don't get this. It's like, okay, fine. Like, if they don't move, they don't move. Like, why should they go to some club that can't fucking afford them? It's as simple as that. Like, oh yeah, I completely agree. And um, it's just, it's just, it's just the, the way of keeping the monopoly, isn't it? Really, because you you look at say the business a- element of it, and I think you know we, we can all be quite critical of say the Premier League and the way it's done, especially you know even even Sky Sports, who obviously came out fighting this too for now. And I said, I think individually, all of the pundits were true and earnest in what they were saying but the, but there's kind of an irony of them saying it on Sky Sports yeah. in the sense that it's like well hang on a sec mate like four like four or five months ago you wanted to charge people 15 quid to watch a, to watch a game that they, that they couldn't go Sheffield to Sheffield United like. West Brom well I I, I yeah. do think it oh go on sorry no you go um no, I, I did think it was good that Sky came out and made a statement, though, because it's a massive show of face. If they said we're not, you know, we're not, we're not interested but, in but, being part of this, but, but that's I mean, no guaranteed TV money, and that's a massive part of their. But own. I mean, I do think if if this started, there's no way one of them wouldn't have had a go. No, as yeah. much as they, as much as they try and say, look, we don't want to make all the right noises because. I mean, look, Sky are doing it for their own benefit as well. They've got a Premier League contract for another three seasons or yeah. whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. For a shit ton of money, which they probably wouldn't have paid if the big six teams aren't in it. So let's not pretend they're doing this for the good of the game or because they care about the game. No. Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher probably are. Sky Sports were not. No, 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 no. no. But I, no, I, my, no. More, yeah. my point was more, it de- I think it definitely had a contribution. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it, yeah, and it's helpful. Yeah, it's because Sky kept, but one of the biggest TV providers Ooh. in the UK. Oh, well, this is a, a, but to be honest, saying we don't want a part of it is. Uh, uh, well, yeah. not just that, though, but you've got to think in, say, 2021. Sky has never been more irrelevant as a concept. Like I feel like mm. if you haven't if you've if you've not got the sports channels for Sky, what have you got it for in this day and age? Because Sky Cinema, all their movies and all their like you can get that on Netflix, Disney Plus, Prime, or whatever, you know, streaming service that you want for mm. like a smidgen of the price that it costs to have you know sky depending on whether you get the broadband or whatever you know if you get the sport it's around it's the best part of a hundred quid a month sky and as in this day and age it's never been more relevant and i think to be honest with you it shows because they don't have champions league anymore they could they were priced out of that by bt sport all they have really in terms of their big earner is Sky Sports the Premier League and you know like maybe some golf and and Formula One F1 and that. stuff like that? Yeah, F One stuff and, like that. And the Scottish Premier League. Oh that, yeah, Come that's on not now. the respect. Uh, <laughs> they get they get they get four old firms a season, which might bring some in yeah, for them. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, but that's it. So well, again, the tra- they do have the lower league games as well. It's, they do have yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. But in terms of like that is bigger. In terms of their biggest sellers, though, it is yeah, the yeah. Premier no, League and it is F One. And as it's in ter- as it's in terms of like the other services like Sky Cinema and all that, irrelevant in this day and age. They are irrelevant um, because you might. Well, they're well, certain, if they're not irrelevant now, they're going that way because people want on demand. Oh yeah, they're on the it's way an out. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's as, uh, imagine having to catch a film on at a certain time. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I don't fucking can't think. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I just sit down and watch TV. I don't have to think about it. Yeah, like like I want it now. I don't want it three hours from now. The only thing I catch. I deliberately catch match of the day. That's because I like it. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably probably but even then, though, but you can still find that on iPlayer and stuff. You don't have to watch yeah. it then and there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, it's, it's the same with Sky. They've got, you know, when they get all these movies and stuff on. I'm mm. like, yeah, but, mate, I can just... I can just stream that in 2021. The vast majority of people now can just, they've got it at their fingertips. They don't need, as you said, they, they don't have to wait to, oh, Sky Cinema is showing Star Wars at eight o'clock tonight. Let's sit down and watch that. No, I can just go on Disney Plus and bonk yeah. it. It's there immediately. Yeah, I mean, feel like we're veering a little bit away from, from the <laughs> topic. It, <laughs> a little bit, but it, it but it adds to the, to the whole conversation of Sky Sports and their, mm. you know, their desire they, to, to they not would be not be. The thing that really got me, and I think this was where the... Uh, I mean, we, we can edge into it a little bit later. I don't know if you guys saw, but Amazon mm. came out and made a statement and they said that they would have nothing to do with this competition, which for me, yeah. going into the creation of this competition, I would have said that Amazon would have been the shoe-in to mm. stream said, well, U- said yeah. European Super League. I feel like Netflix as well might have had a go at it. I know yeah, they've not yeah, really yeah. done a lot of live sports, but they would certainly have had it, a go. Yeah, it was... Um, it, it, it's prime for streaming. Isn't there's, it? there's, yeah. one, there's, it's one thing having the fans upset and the and what I'll just call like the footballing population upset. You know, mm. like you gave me Gary Neville's and you know all these people. Yeah, that's one thing. Having major businesses, whether they cut, whether down the line they might backtrack on it. Mm. Fucking, it's about making money at the end of the day. Um, whether, but having these big insta- like big corporations who make millions of pounds off of selling rights to football all coming out and saying this is wrong we don't want any part of it but, but must have played up because then you've I got agree. companies saying oh like sh- you're right lads we don't want to but, but for me it's still a grassroots movement because would Sky have done it if the backlash wasn't as vehemently no. against as it oh, was I agree they, totally they agree. saw mm. that this was turning and it was turning nasty quickly and they wanted I've to never seen place. football as united on a single topic in my life yeah yeah. Like fan of every club, like proper fans, let's be honest, of every club were out in force. They were ready with pitchforks. Like if it came I, to that, they would have marched on stadiums. They'd yeah. have done all sorts. They, they, yeah, they did. I, I, do you know what? Just on that, I, I actually, I felt re- at first I was kind of like offended by it. Like, like I was offended. I was like, oh, like Liverpool think they're better than us. All this shit. But then I kind of sat down. I actually thought. Actually, I would feel really sad if I was a Tottenham fan right now, or if I was a Liverpool fan right now. I mean, I think or Tottenham I... fans feel sad in general, Matt, to be honest. Yeah, with you. They're, they're pretty <laughs> depressed all the time. Um, but yeah, like, I, like I'd, have, I'd have felt like my club was walking away from me. Yeah, I mean, I, oh, I, 100%. I, 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 said, I, I said there's not much of make me like turn against Ipswich, but if they had said we're part of this, I'd have had to seriously consider, like, obviously now they pulled out, it's kind of okay. Yeah. But if they'd gone through with this, and they'd ripped the mm. heart of the game away. I don't think I could support them anymore. Yeah, no. I really don't. And I know people like saying, like, oh, you're just being critical. If it come in, you'd have watched it. I'm like, no, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. No. And I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I would feel so... I'd feel dirty almost. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, like, 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 don't get me wrong. We, you know, we all enjoy Champions League ties. We all enjoy watching Man United play Real Madrid and whoever else. But... Yeah. I, I don't want to watch that at the expense of the rest of the football league. Football was, you know, yeah. no, 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 no. Like, yeah, this, 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 but, that's but parasitical. You, you talk about like loving the games like United Real Madrid. What makes them special is because they're not all the time. Late stage Champions League games don't well. happen every season. You don't always get those clashes of titans. Like Liverpool played Real Madrid recently. It's the first time they played in four years. So it's a huge game. Mm. It's a barometer of you against the best in Europe, which is 
what the Champions League is supposed to be about and what it should be about. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree, boys. So where do we go from here? Well, I mean, uh, one thing I want to get on to is, is what do we do about the big six now? They've got to face some sort I, of action, I mean, surely. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I would say, you know, that maybe we sort of like delve into like the kind of like the unravelling of, mm. um, you know, how it all came about because... You, you know, like the Monday, no, I mean, well, let's say the Monday, we're going for the Monday, obviously, Mourinho gets sacked, and, oh my, like, honestly, mate, it was, it was honestly, like, I, I was honestly I mean, sat I, there going. Mate, I'd have hate to have been the Spurs Twitter admin that day. <laughs> like, we're in the Super League, Mourinho gets sacked, he's just there in cold sweats, yeah. like, oh my God, what am I doing? Well, and and this is the thing, like Mourinho got sacked and obviously there wasn't, like people weren't really sure why at the time and you saw some statements and I was convinced, um, up until some information that I found out yesterday, um, I was convinced in some way, not that Mourinho had, you know, like martyred himself or anything, but I was was convinced that it was at least involved in the European Super League. I was thinking, well, maybe Daniel Levy is full. The oh, he's got the 300 million quid. So Mourinho's payoff is like a, a drop in the bucket. So I was yeah. like, maybe that's why he's got rid of him now because I was thinking they've got a cup final in a week. Well, and, yeah, that's what was, what was bizarre. It was, yeah, there, there had yeah. to be some other influence. This wasn't just a sack him on Monday. Let, and, that's madness. Yeah, yeah. And let's be real, for the last six weeks or so now, the, I feel like the majority of Spurs fans have given up on Champions League football. Though they're not, they're definitely not yeah. out of it mathematically, but a lot of them are based on their performances. Uh, you know, were understandably really disheartened. But if, you know, if history has told us one thing, if there's one guy that's going to upset the Man City apple cart in that final, it's Jose Mourinho. Well, well I mean, I've switched to Matt about this. In terms of a, per- a manager to win a one-off game tactically against better opposition, there's no better. To win a one-off game of football, forget league campaign, forget, like, one game to get it tactically spot on against so, a so, better team. So one the rumour... This is the rumour, is that he refused when... Because remember, none of the players knew. None of the players... As far yeah, as we yeah, know, yeah. none of the players, none, none of the, the managerial staff, staff were told. No. no. So... This is a board level The, the rumour is that in the morning, Jose Mourinho came in and refused to do a training session because he was outraged by the decision. That, that was the rumour. And then yesterday I heard, um, I heard a leaked phone call from Jamie Redknapp, of all people. And it's really interesting. I don't know who he was talking to on the phone, but he basically said if Spurs were... There was a contract in... Uh, sorry, clause in Mourinho's contract that said if Spurs were to sack Mourinho while he was in the top four, they would have to pay him out £30 million. Mm. If, he was, if he was in fifth or sixth, they would have to pay him out something like 15 million quid around that mark. And if yeah. he was in seventh or lower, they would pay him out at 4 million pound. So, so Daniel Levy has thought to himself, I-, I might, you know, we probably want to get rid of him at the end of the season anyway. We're definitely yeah. seventh now. If we beat Southampton tomorrow, which let's be real, there was a very good, you know, Southampton and so, yeah, and they did. That would then shoot them back up into fifth again. So he's thought to himself, you know what? I'll just get it done now while they're in seventh. Pay him off a four million quid rather than fifteen or thirty, and and that's that. We move on because uh, I, I know new manager boost is a bit of a thing every now and again, but you can't really be sitting there saying that. Yeah, but you but know that's... Ryan Mason is going to have more of an impact in the last six games than or seven games than what well, Mourinho that, is going to have. That's what I was going to say. Like they put Ryan Mason in interim charge. That's not a new yeah. manager boost. That's promote somebody within. That's an assistant manager taking exactly. the job. 
Yeah, uh, I would have been It's surprised. not like they've gone out yeah. and got like Nagelsmann to come in yeah. immediately that's from what I mean. his yeah, seven yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good, good luck to Ryan Mason though, because he's had obviously had a, all that tough luck in well, his he's career. Only, and... He's the youngest British Premier League manager in history now. He's only twenty nine because of so, obviously the injury and yeah. and yeah, it's just it's so I quite like crazy to see him do well and... just in that regard. But there you go. I mean, he, you want to see young it. British. You want to see young British managers do well, really, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Um, and but yeah, just when Mourinho got sacked, it was I was like, I felt like the world Football was collapsing in. It did, no, it did. Honestly, I was sat there with my head on my hands, like this is happening. I was like, yeah. I was like, I felt like I've watched the Red Wedding in Game of Thrones all over, <laughs> like the football equivalent of that. I was like, what is going on? Uh, I couldn't believe it. And yeah, you, you know, you get there, you get to the end of the Monday, and obviously there's all this uproar. And understandably so, um, everything's flying off on social media, and and I think the you had the Liverpool Leeds game, and at that point I was sat there thinking, is this even going to be? Is this score even going to be relevant now? Because I, I was uh, like, yeah. Liverpool go because they wanted they wanted this Super League to start in August of this year, so I'm thinking, well, like Leeds are mid table. And if Liverpool are going to go do this Super League, they don't give a fuck about the, the where they finish in where they finish in the top four no, now. God, no. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I mean, it was some, like so. Me and Matt, we sat down and watched like Monday Night Football from like we turned it on at seven. We're like, we want to watch it. I've all. never watched yeah. the start. We want to watch every part of content that we can get today. And we're just like Leeds United tonight. Not just playing for Leeds United. They're playing for football. All of football. Yeah. We are all Leeds tonight. And I know you have celebrated the goal of hard all season as when Leeds knocked in an 86 minute equaliser. I was delighted. <laughs> like we were like, we were doing laps. It's like, Leeds have saved football is what's happened here. <laughs> Fuck off to your Super League. <laughs> Can't even beat Leeds United. Uh, it was, and well, and I think, I think the statements from um, the managers, well, I mean, in all honesty, Klopp got thrown under a bus. And well, so oh, did so did that entire playing squad. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every manager, got every manager. Under yeah, Pep, like they all got thrown under a bus because no, there was no there was no further statement from the from the board. It well, was that, just this is the thing. Yeah. So Klopp just had to go no. out there and, and and fair play, fair play to Milner as well. You know they, they had to they had to give the view on a difficult topic that ultimately is the, it's their employer, mm, it's their yeah, employer's yeah, decision. Yeah, talk Talk about being caught between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think anything in football has ever really, you know, been like that much of a conflict of interest type of situation there. Because, you know, as you said, Milner obviously didn't approve. You know that Klopp has spoken out against this kind of thing previously. But but once your employer has, has signed up to that, it's kind of like if you speak out against it, you're almost then putting your foot in your own mouth. And, yeah. and though you might hate it, like how, you know, do you hate it to the point of where you're willing to potentially sacrifice your own livelihood to a certain extent, you know, regardless well, of how wealthy well, I mean, you are. And you've got to look at it as well. I mean, if the Super League had gone ahead, they'd probably all get another 100 grand a week, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, like, yeah, There's a good opportunity. Yeah, agents, get agents are going to just bond for that. Bond for that. System, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and, and you see, say, fair play to the player. And I think that was what made people start getting twitchy. When they heard about that captain's meeting, all 20 Premier League captains sitting down, mm. led by James uh, uh, Jordan Henderson... That's, I think, when people start to get very, very. I'd love to be a fly on that wall. That must have been the most bizarre meeting of of, of a bunch of blokes ever. Um, yeah, you do wonder, like, why, like Pierre Emerick Aubameyang just sitting there, like, what's yeah. he offering to this discussion? <laughs> I cannot imagine him leading anything here in terms of that. But because, uh, yeah, football had to resolve this from within. 
Nothing external yeah. was going to solve this. It was going to be the players. It was going to be the managers. The big commodities that were going to drive this thing through are the only things that could stop it happening. And I think yeah. they started getting very nervous when they saw that. Yeah. And, and then... Well, then I, oh, God. I, I got no I was going to say, and then obviously, you know, it was, it was that pile on of that. Obviously, the shirts, as we've said from... Um, mm. And uh, that was a great touch. The, the 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 leaving the shirts in the changing room from Leeds that is a class shithousery. Um, yeah, no. Uh, go on, George. Were you gonna say something? Well, yeah. Well, well, yeah I mean, like, because on the second day, it all, it all started to unravel, and as I, as I said, I think it did really un. Because for, I, I'm kind of with Simon in the sense that for me, like, because you know, like fans were gonna you know scream and kick and shout and make as much noise as possible and i feel like only only maybe the most either deluded or out of touch owners might not have seen this coming but i kind of feel like they might i mean or at the very least say the pr team must would have definitely seen this reaction coming because man united and man city didn't even post about this the statement on their twitter Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs, and Liverpool did, but all they put the. You know how, like, normally if you get a club announced to do sponsorship, they'll go, yeah. oh, we're delighted to announce that we've signed an agreement with Dulux, because, you know, who's going to be our sponsor for the next three years. Um, but, but with this, so you would think that this kind of thing, which is pretty, you know, was going to be monumental in football, if you've committed to that, then surely you've got to be singing its praises you're going to be you know like oh this is amazing we're you know. so excited well, yeah. yeah but, but, but they, all, the they, 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 they must have all known they would have all known how badly it was going to be received because they've all just gone club statement here you are like no excitement no no joy no oh isn't this going to be great it was just yeah, yeah here, here, here you go um, well, have, and, have, have and, a little read and the fact that no owners were willing to put their face on it or, their, or, yeah. or any words behind it it was just like Here's the official press statement of the European Super League, and that's all you're getting. You're not getting comment from John W. Henry. You're not getting comment from Joel Glazer. You're not getting comment from Daniel Levy. Yeah, because yeah. they know they know what was going to happen. But there was there was, a- and they've got plausible deniability as well now because they don't put their name on it. And you know, what John Glazer did, and that's why he was pretty stupid. But it, it's yeah, yeah, well, yeah. He was he was he was like the chief exec, wasn't he? He, he was, he was like, the yeah, vice co-chairman. Co-chairman. Yeah, co-chairman. Yeah, co-chairman. Yeah, Perez was on top and he was like right below. With, with was, the Juventus chairman, was the other yeah, chairman. Yeah. Thing. This, this was this was this was Real Madrid and Manchester United and, and Juventus's baby. Well, I, I mean, they, I think they started yeah, it. They, they were the ones. I mean, United have been talking about it for ages. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they were the ones that really started going. I, mean, I, I think it's the American owners really drove this as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, yeah. I think, I, you, you heard a lot, and I know City were the first to pull out. City were also the last to jump on this train. That I think they didn't really want to be involved. I know eventually they did, and they still deserve to be punished for this that. Is the, mm. But they didn't. They don't need the money. That's not like so. They're only doing this because they're afraid they're going to be left behind by these other teams who are getting a lot more income than them, uh, and and they're being part, not being part of a competition which realistically on past few seasons they should be in. If every, it's like one of those things. If everyone else is going and you're not. It's, yes, you can get a reputational boost, but it's the pro- it, it, it is because if say this all went ahead and two three years, because so the Champions League wouldn't be what the Champions League was, and after a few years, everyone would have forgotten it. They would have just gotten back to the way. A lot of City fans would have been saying, "Well, hold on, why aren't why aren't we in the Premier European competition? Why aren't we playing against these giant clubs?" So I can I I, I support your argument. I completely get from their perspective. It's like. 
we don't want to be left behind in Europe's biggest competition, which is what what it would have been. It would have, ultimately, whether you like it or not, that's what it would have been. It's the biggest clubs in Europe. Yeah, it's a bit of, because I mean, for me, they certainly had an opportunity to kind of go because you are you are right. It's the fear of being left behind, which obviously drove them to make this decision. I think Chelsea was the same. I heard rumors that yeah, Chelsea, that Chelsea literally signed up to it the day before. <laughs> like, like so, so I'm thinking like, what, like. What the, the planning in, involved in that, and as, as this began to unravel, um, but yeah, like Man City, uh, you know, had they gone, no, you know what, this is ruining the what football is, you know, like yeah, if you yeah, want to yeah. go off and do that, go, you know, if they had integrity, and I feel like a lot of people would have respected them, and of course, mm. you know, you know, we haven't mentioned so far that you know, that realistically, if almost every other Premier League club had been invited to this party, they would have got they they'd have put oh, their yeah. name on it, yeah, 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 yeah. but. Um, but for me, as I said earlier, the, the, the moment where I felt like the, the wheels somewhat began to fall off um, was when Amazon came out and said categorically that they would not be streaming any of this competition. They did not believe in what it stood for. And then it made me and then it made me think and I was and I kind of thought, well, hang on, like, like. How could you announce this competition that you would want to start in August and not already have the streaming rights arranged? Somewhere, mm. whether whether, you, whether yeah. you make your own service or whether you... It's on the back go, of a napkin. Well, well I mean, yeah. this is, this right. is one of my parents' statements even bloody weirder because it's like, we signed all the contracts, we signed all this, this and this. And it's like... I'm like, I'm like, what are you? I'm like, what are you? What are you going to be showing this on? You're just going to be live streaming this on Twitch for nothing? Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> it was, YouTube, right? that YouTube. It was the yeah. Juventus. It was the Juventus chairman that I think came out, and it was, it was just like, we're not backing down from this. It's all signed. We're not backing down. So I thought, oh. Well, they, to be fair, they haven't. They haven't backed down. No, they're just no, looking those forward to the play. They're, they're, they're just sat in the room, the three of them going, "It's fine. Someone, someone else will turn up soon. We'll be fine. That's all good." <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, yeah, you know, we've got we've got to give a quick mention to uh, you know, like Bayern Munich in this sense because uh, yeah. for flat out rejecting it, uh, the, the, that's the positive aspect of you know, fifty one percent being owned by fans. Yeah. Um, obviously, PSG didn't agree to join either, but that's only because their owners have shares in UEFA. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, everyone's everyone's going to try and, and you know look after themselves because that's that's business, that's capitalism. At the end of the day, I do find it really interesting that how obviously how quickly this has fallen apart and they all left the European Club Association. Was it Association? Yeah, Chelsea certainly did. I don't know. They rejoined it. No, I heard they all did. I heard every single one of them left it on the Monday. Look, look. I mean, let's be honest. You both aren't going to not let them back in. No, 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 no. They need they need their income as much. Yeah, but as... this is. It, I, I I am surprised how quickly it dissolved as it came around. Well, it, yeah. look, it was for me. It was always going to be a house of cards because if one English team pulled out, two will work. Like because I had this thing where like the Premier League to get stuff through voting need like seventy five percent. Yeah, you need seventy five percent. Yeah. So if you've got one more, suddenly all sanctions are on the table, and and you could get anything thrown at you. Yeah. So one goes, and then everyone else gets nervous. So then another one goes, and then it falls apart because all the six English teams are pulled out, and that's essentially what happened. The yeah. six English teams pulled out. Then everyone else went. Well, they're not in it. So what's the point? This and is it, not going to happen yeah. now. And it was. It, it, you're, you're absolutely right. It was. It was because we, we we were out. We were at the pub. We were at a beer garden. And it, 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 it on Tuesday it was just like a series of. So it was like Chelsea are apparently preparing paperwork to withdraw formally from this league. Yeah. That was the first thing. Petr Cech was outside. 
fucking protesting. <laughs> that was good. Um, and then it was. I, I think the next thing was the city pulled out. City pulled out. Pulled out for, All the yeah. Liverpool players posted that red square. Well, apart from Mo Salah, I didn't yeah. notice that. Um, then Ed Woodward was forced to resign. Yeah, Ed Woodward was yeah. sacked. <laughs> and then, well, it's, it's by this point, we were celebrating. Cause yeah, it's like, fantastic because there were a group of lads on the table table next to us, and like they could cheering like everything that you happened. Could hear, you heard the story. We're just like, 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 like oh, what's happened? Let's have a look. <laughs> what's the next thing to come out of this? Yeah, and then I think Ar- Arsenal must have been one of the last. I think Arsenal were the last to pull out. Not surprised. They were like, please, please, can we come? I really <laughs> want to. Yes. <laughs> oh god, but no, it was wild. So and that and that was it. It died. Yeah, just yeah. crazy. And then and then today, uh, have you seen that? Too? Have, you seen, have you seen that Twitter account of things that lasted longer than the European yeah, Super League? Yeah, it's fantastic. That. Honestly, I've been looking at it. Is that great? Like the evergreen, the ever given thing in the Suez Canal. Like, yeah, some yeah. test matches. Like it's brilliant. Like I love that. Yeah, that's no, a it's, Twitter account. Honestly, but it's funny though because. Like it's still like Perez is still insisting it's not dead. But even then, like, like and again, you know, I, I mentioned you know being out of touch or like because all flat out delusional earlier. Y- you know, you had Perez on like Monday, Tuesday saying he was like, oh, sixteen to twenty four yeah. year olds aren't interested in football. That, that I was, was like, my, Why are you smoking? That was my favourite quote. And did, did you see his other one, which was um, those people of those age bracket don't last ninety minutes. Like they always leave before the end. Oh, attack from reality. Oh, yeah. It is ridiculous. No. And I'm like, no, what you actually mean is that six, the majority of 16 to 24-year-olds won't be able to afford your product. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what you act like going forward. That's what you're going to mean. Because it's like Real Madrid, it's like 200 euros a match or uh, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people yeah. would have had a much greater appreciation for them if they were just like yeah we're just doing this for money like don't bullshit me about oh well, we're doing this thing. to save football this, that, we're well, doing it for the greater good of the game we're doing it for every week but Arsenal here yeah. Yeah. yeah like that makes fucking zero sense um insanity it was it was crazy but I can't wait for the Netflix documentary about three years from now like European yeah. Super League, forty hours, eight hours that shook football to its core, or something. Yeah, it will be good. That'd be a great watch. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it definitely will. But it's just, yeah, I just. So where I've never seen anything like it in football, and I, I just feel like they must it have. Come, it was just so poorly put together in the end because. Well, and I, I think this was the issue because like, they've overplayed their hand now. They can't yeah. do a power play like this again. What they've done now is shown UEFA this is never going to work. Yeah. Whatever you do, this is never going to be accepted. Mm. So now, we we are now on top of this now. Whereas before, the clubs had all the power because they well, had money. It, it, it had never it's been tested. It had never been tested. It, it, this was this was like a yeah. and, and I, I think the other you said it was coming in in August, and that actually was good for the clubs because it gave them an easy out. Yeah, yeah, say, yeah, yeah. You could say it's rushed. Mm. That gives you a very easy like. Oh look, we wanted we kind of like the idea, but we can't do it in August, so we're out. Yeah. If they said, look, we'll give it a year, we're going to try and work with UEFA, we're going to do all this stuff, we've got this broadcaster, but we're yeah. going to work hard and make sure it works, then it would have been much more difficult. Well, it, it, But they, they, they shot themselves they, the, 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 the thing is, it's very difficult to organise a tournament like that with, when when big money's involved. Because JP Morgan would have been sitting there, because I know what I'd have been sitting there if I was spending the money, is you need to get this competition up and running as soon as possible. Because I want my... 
I want to get paid but back I mean, yeah, as yeah. soon as possible. But I mean, the, the simple yeah. fact that they wanted 15 and only had 12. Like, even that is just stupid. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, how yeah. We haven't even filled out the quota of teams that we want to start with. Yeah. Let alone the other five you need to get in. Like, that's madness. Yeah, like, it, it, it to is, release a statement before you've got everyone on board, it's stupid. Yeah, they've, they've, they've definitely lost their seat. And it, it's it, it, it's great for football because it shows, obviously, that there is still some control in the fan groups. But I, I do think this isn't the end of these guys trying to milk uh, and make the most out no, of their investment. No, one, and, no, 100%. And there needs to be and, and look, changes. And what The other thing I'd say is let's, football shouldn't lose the momentum of this. Don't now, because we killed the Super League, let UEFA off the hook. Don't let FIFA off the hook. Yeah, yeah, These yeah. organisations are still massively corrupt. What? They're still killing the game. Let's get after everything that's wrong with football and not just stop it. These, these clubs, they're not leaving because they could just just for money. I, I agree with them in that UEFA and, and FIFA, and, and even to our own FA, have got awful issues. Like, lots and lots and lots of yeah. problems. They're just obvious, and, and rightfully so. They're looking at it going, I don't really think they're being addressed. You take yeah. a massive chunk of our pie every year. That's the way they see it. It's their pie every year. Yeah. And you're, you're not supporting us. You're not doing this. You're not listening to us. You're not giving us... So I, I can get some of the other reasons why they probably... I mean, p- particularly, particularly the top six in the Premier League, because they probably generate half the revenue and, don't, and see a 20th. Like, that's how it works. Mm. The TV yeah. money is distributed equally across the league, which for me is right. And, and it's the voting as well. Yeah. That's what. So you look at Project Big Picture or whatever, Project Restart, whatever it's called, that stupid thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they wanted 18 to have all the voting power. Again, it's the same thing. They're just saying, look, we do all the. We, we feel like we do most of the work and get nothing for it, yeah. really. Yeah. These. Well, and this is the thing with the, with the billionaire owners coming in because yeah. they've basically got to put where, you know, they own these clubs. These clubs are franchises now. Let's not, let's make no mistake about when you look at, you know, the scope the franchises of what Man, United, yeah, what Man United are globally, what Chelsea are, Liverpool especially. Arsenal. You know, these, yeah. I mean, yeah, these, you know, these teams go somewhere and they will, you know, anywhere in the world, you know, that's why they do all these pre-season tours in yeah, Asia, yeah. In, in the USA or whatever. And people will go watch them. And I feel like the owners of this has gone, you know what? There's too many rules here that are that are stopping us making the money that we would like to that we know that we could potentially make. Why don't we, you yeah. know, we, you know, instead of just playing on this little monopoly board, why don't we just cut the middleman out and go make our own fucking game? Well, it's it's and, like, and, and flip the table behind us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah we're, exactly. we're losing a monopoly. Flip the table, and we won. I don't think they wanted to damage the league. I just don't think they gave a shit about it. Yeah, but that's that's tantamount to the same thing, though, isn't it? Kind of. Yeah, like like that's you know you can't really have one without the other in that sense. If you're going to do like no, of course and, not. And, and and it boils down to the fact that they don't care. Not only do they not care about their if they don't care about their own fans, they certainly don't care about other fucking clubs, exactly. do they? So mm. yeah, and uh, you know of course you know again one of the ones that really got me was was Perez's use of the term legacy fans. I'm like I'm like what are you talking about, man? I'm like because. Like, like, let's put again. Outside of you know, again, these global franchises, like again, your Man Uniteds and whatever, yeah. the va- the vast majority of a club's fan base are locals or you know people that've been brought up in the area. If they've not been brought up in the area, they've got family from there. They've got historical ties to that club, right? For the vast majority of fans, and it it's kind of 
yeah, with the, with these with like say Man United and Liverpool and stuff, obviously with this big global appeal. Again, the owners are looking at they, they and they're thinking to themselves, you know what? I don't want John down the road to turn up at Anfield every week. You know, he, at best, you know, he'll buy a season ticket, but then after that, at best, he might he might get the club shirt once every few years or so. An absolute push. What they want is they want someone. You know, they want to take they they, they wanted to do this European Super League, and then after a year or two, go right. Okay, so now we're going to have. Man United at home, well, I say at home to Real Madrid in Beijing, and then we're going to have, or, uh, and then or, we're going to have Liverpool v Milan, yeah, yeah, Fenway we're going to have Milan in New York, Saudi yeah. Arabia, well, I, Dubai, and and I mean again, this is an, an American thing because the NFL comes to Britain every year, yeah, like to win the franchise, yeah. the game is a franchise, it's, it's, it's growth. It's great. It's yeah. growth. What do you money. what do you do as a business? You you, you look to acquire your stake and you look to grow. Market. This is growth. Yeah. This is that's all it is to them. And 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 this is what I mean by I think I think the great thing about this whole debacle is that it has shown not only that the fans, but that this shit's taken seriously by our government, by our by our MPs, and it's taken by our, our royalty, by our royalty. Yeah. And I think I think now is the time that we need to say if we think that these clubs are part of our history and our heritage, which I think everyone on this call would, would agree, and I, I don't think there's many football fans that wouldn't say part of the reason they love their club is their, their history or their heritage. If we think that's the case, we need to start putting in procedures, just like you've got when you put a fucking green plaque outside a building, you can't touch it. We need to start doing these yeah. to our institutions because there isn't anything stopping apart from financial suicide and the fact that most of the fans will probably burn in a brick wall. There is nothing stopping Arsenal moving to New York apart no, from no, no. finances <laughs> and... No, 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 I'm not mean, no, like Stan Kroenke, he owns, I, I think it was the Tampa Bay Football Club. He moved them all the, he moved them a thousand miles to Los Angeles. Yeah. Like they, they do not care. If they think that it will make them more money, they will do it. Yeah, they, they, they fuck the fans. That's what they will do. They, they, well, they, they, uh, that's that's why American football, well, um, American sports is, is so interesting because it is it is way more of a business than than it is here. Um, but th- I think I think that's what we need to do. I, I think we I, we can't stop here. We need to start taking control of the way the, our football well, clubs. Yeah, are I mean, I know, and I know Gary Neville's banged on about an independent regulator. Football's ne- definitely needs an independent regulator with yeah. with people at, like from the game, like not linked to any clubs. This is how football's going to work. I mean, ticket prices need to come down. Yeah, yeah. The game needs to be brought back to fans. It's crazy. You would argue that that is what the Football Association should be doing. Of course it is. But yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But their their money's intrinsically linked to the Premier League, <coughs> well, and that this is Premier League is intrinsically linked to the Big Six, it, so they can't it do needs, anything. It needs, mm. it, it, it needs to come from the government. It needs to be a regulator. It, just like the yeah. financial, serv- um, financial Conduct Authority yeah. and... Every other big regulator out there in the well, in, in but, the world. But this is the thing, and, and until something like that will happen, they will try this again, and they will oh, yeah. not make the same mistakes they made this time around. They will learn from them. And they will go so right. It's a test you know, run. We, we need because yeah, they will be. They will give the. They will be. They will be in a position where they will give the clubs this money up front. If they, if Spurs has got. You know, three hundred million pounds up front, whatever. You know, same with United shows. They're not. Then they're, they're not pulling away from that unless the players at that point then go fuck yourselves. We're not playing. But as you said, if they've then been given that money already, they can then already begin going. Well, actually, for an extra hundred k, will you stay? And then how many players would would agree to that then? And, and as I said, as you without this regulator or 
you know, anything to stop this from happening again. They will just, you know, Perez is still saying it's not dead. They will sit back, bide their time, come up with a new plan, a new strategy that has arguably better, and, well, well yeah. thought out. And exactly. Exactly. This, this is what I've said before. This this idea came about in nineteen in the nineties. Yeah. This is not a new idea. This is just an idea that's been recycled. They've tried. They thought they'd found a way to make it work. So they're going to keep trying to find a way to make it work yeah. until they stick it. Uh, let me do, just ask you a question. It'll be interesting on your your opinion. Would you be happy? Would you? And I know it's not this black and white. But would you? Would you accept that perhaps English football would become less competitive, less lucrative, if we brought in some controls over the way that clubs were run? Because arguably, these big owners would go, well, if I can't fucking do what I want with you, why do I want to be part of this investment? Um, so, do you, so do you think, as a whole, you'd, you'd say, I don't mind that English football is a little bit less competitive, but overall, it's better for the heritage, it's better for the history. It's still good football. It's still I mean, football. Yeah, just, like I say, the German league is good. It's still good stuff. There's still good players yeah. there. It's still good standards. Hmm. Um, yeah, and I, and I would say it doesn't necessarily mean that it becomes less competitive. Um, but if it might make it more competitive. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. if anything. Because then that, maybe not immediately, but then over time, that you know that gap in wealth would shrink. You would and, and, the, and the so, other thing is, if you take away those kind of big spending power, can't invest more in an academy. You can't just go and drop 70 million yeah, on one yeah. kid from Leon or whatever. You're going to have to, you have to be operating better. Yeah, and you have to churn through some academy players, which ultimately could help the international team if we're we're being really selfish about this whole thing. Yes. Um, yeah, no. controls means better opportunities for homegrown talent, which again can only be a good thing. I think I think the best model that's out there is probably the German model um, of fan ownership. But I appreciate that these are now big beasts, and I think the only way you could do something like that is nationalise. I mean, bear in mind, Man United are on the like stock exchange yeah it, you would not. literally just have to nationalise mm. them so I appreciate it's a very tricky thing to do um, I, like I would like to end up with a German model but I, I just don't think yeah. it works so I mean what I wouldn't mind if it was like every club had to have at least 10% state all fans had to have a lead and I know it doesn't mean anything but it does it, it gives you something it gives you a, it gives way you a voice then yeah it, it, it gives you a voice because I think in this day and age especially in football it's like I feel like football fans have never felt more di- even prior to yeah. this football fans yeah. have never felt more disconnected from their clubs yeah. than I they mean, are today I was going to say like because it's rich that like because we had its administration in the noughties but that our fans were like 12 and a half percent of the club to this like even after the takeover that's just happened and it's it's always so they still go to the board meetings every, they get involved yeah. about every decision so every decision that the board is making mm. the fans know yeah. because the fans are there yeah. You can't hide it. You can't make a deal like Daniel Levy, George, John Blazer have done behind closed doors without anyone knowing because you ha- are a- accountable to the board. Yeah, there's a seat there that is the fans, yeah. essentially, yeah. So it doesn't matter that they can't have a voting right, that this would have never have got as far as it did because it would have come out a year ago and everyone would have said, this is garbage mm. and we're not doing yeah. it. No, yeah, I agree. Maybe that's, that's a good shout. Um, yeah, I just, hope, I just hope this doesn't die because if not, they will keep pushing until... Because the problem is they'll just keep getting better at understanding how to um, how to circumnavigate the, the fans. I, I suppose with that in mind, like what what do you do with them now? How do you stop them? I don't think you should punish them. I think I think they've got to be something. I, 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 yeah, they I, did it. They didn't go through. I think it's very difficult 
No, but they did it. sign. They did sign it. This is the thing. It's not like I, I know they backed out before it began, but they did sign it. It's not like they were just having meetings, just discussing. Yeah, they did sign, I mean, they, and they knew what they were signing up for as well. It's not even like Project Big Picture. Decision. I mean, like Project Big Picture yeah. was shit, but it, it didn't get to the stage of someone signing no. a contract. That or what Paris or what the Juventus guy said. They've signed contract. If they signed contracts and they pulled out the ECA, this was supposed to happen. Yeah. So you've got to punish that. This is it. Just it's like you punish people for attempted murder just because they did fit. Like they did. I don't see an extreme example, but just because they didn't do it, no, that doesn't mean you you let them get away with that. If you if you break into someone's house and then go, actually, I'm not going to steal anything. You've still broken it. (laughs) That's possibly a better example. (laughs) But 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 that but that's it. Like like. You, you know, you, you know. If you then come downstairs in your pajamas and see some cunt standing there, you, and then goes, "Oh, look, you look. Sorry, mate. I, I was gonna steal, but I've had a change of heart. Like, yeah. I'll see myself out. Like, you know, you, you're not gonna go. All can right, can you unlock the door? <laughs> yeah. Do, do you want some breakfast while you're here? Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you're not gonna do that. You've yeah. still, and you know, they're, they're broken rule. Like, there's a specific rule in the Premier League L9 that says that they, you know these clubs cannot agree. To do any so again, as I said, like just talking, or whatever it's one thing, but they, they've done. And here's the thing as well, right? Because you, you know it's been a big thing that's been going around. People have been saying um, that you know they shouldn't punish the fans or the staff. Well, the the fans and the staff are the ones that get punished every other time. Clubs have been deducted points, which more yeah. often than not is just through mismanagement of funds. Yeah, and this is my thing. So, like, tell that to Bolton. Tell that to Sheffield yeah. Wednesday. Tell Portsmouth. that to Bury. Tell that to. This myriad of clubs which had shit owners that they couldn't get rid of and the yeah. fans kept getting punished. 12 point deductions every season from Blackpool until they got the owner out. Like, yeah. you cannot tell me that the clubs aren't punished for the actions of their owner because they always have been. Yeah. And just because now it's your team and it's a big team, we shouldn't be doing it. No, garbage. No. You deserve the same sanctions as everybody else. If not worse, uh, let's be honest. Yeah, no, no, I, yeah, I would agree. I think, I, I, I think it'll be massive money. I can't see it being. No, worse. yeah, no, no, I, I, I don't. Like, think be they realistic. Will. They, will, they, they will bottle like, it. They will bottle it. One hundred percent. I'm not expecting them. But for me, I mean, for me, that's just another. Ex- that that for me is just another example of, of just how uh, of everything that is currently wrong with the system in football. Well, I mean, because it's... I mean, because because the, the Premier League won't do that, and, and UEFA won't, you know, ban them from their competitions because it's not within their own interest to do that. Even if even if it was just some like the Premier League, just something net, you know, all these six clubs they start next season on minus twelve or fifteen points, which you know all of them would then make that um, you know to at least not be relegated and well maybe but, let's see about Arsenal the rest of them yeah but realistically I think they've only got know, about 15 points <laughs> you know like, like I could I could understand you, you, you know I, I say I could understand you know fucking give me that Premier League title bitch but no yeah. but, uh, but like I, I could understand if they didn't do anything points wise this season and just and then if they said Start of next season, these six clubs, you're starting on minus 12, minus 15. I can well, go, it's, all right. It's also the fact you've got to, if you're going to hit with a point deduction, do it where it hurts. City would probably still win the league if you docked them 12 points. Because you're docking yeah, United no, 12 points would. behind them. So the likelihood is City would still win the league. So it doesn't affect no, them. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. hit the next season and give them a, because it's going to hurt more, because you start on minus 12. Yeah, exactly. You've not already got it, your buffer and you're not already miles in front. Yeah, 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 exa- yeah, exactly. So, I, I mean, I would say that 
personally, and as, because here's the thing with a fine as well, right? And it, and, it, and I'm ninety nine point nine percent. If it, if it's more anything more than a fine, I, like I will personally be amazed. But I am one hundred percent sure it's fine. But here's the thing with fines: we've seen this happen loads of time before. When you you know like racism fines and and you know player you know not controlling the players fines. Obviously, this fine will be more than that. But to billionaires, let's say they find these clubs, even even 10 million, which I think would be an absolute push. I don't think they're going to find them anywhere near that, right? In, I would be in, more surprised if it was more than a million. Yeah. To Stan Kroenke, the Glazers, John Henry, that, that's a drop in the bucket. That well, That's that, not... Yeah, I mean, I was talking about Liverpool. They spent two million on Ben Davis from fucking Preston. Like, what's a million yeah. pounds? That's a garbage centre off yeah. of the Championship. Come on, yeah. like, that's nothing. It's madness. But yeah, but yeah, this this idea of oh, don't deduct them points because it's the fans that are going to suffer. Well, the fans are the ones that fucking yeah, suffer. Yeah, yeah. Like whenever, whenever teams have been deducted points well, before. And, and let's be honest, the fans were the one that were going to suffer the most from this anyway. If this had happened, yeah. so if we we're giving you a bit of pain here to stop you potentially losing your club in the future. And here's the thing as well. So, like, without this, without this deterrent as well of yeah. if if they try to do this again and it falls through, and they don't get punished for it this time, then then they're not going to be afraid to do it again next time because they're going to know. Or even if it does go tits up like it did last time, I'm going to get away with it scot free. Yeah. So you have to you have to implement some kind of points well, deduction in there for me, as as you said, not this season because I, I agree with you. You know, like 15 points to City this year. No, it's not enough. They would probably still go on and win the league. And hell, they'd probably still go on and win the league next year. But at least to be they fair, would be 15 starting. points to Arsenal probably gets them close to relegation. Yeah, they would be. Pro- they'd still be all right. Probably. I think they'd still be all right. Yeah, but, but, Man, definitely... but Man United, but Man United and City, you would imagine, would still qualify for the Champions League this year. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so would West Ham go top? No, Leicester would go top. No, Leicester would be. Yeah, it's all right. I can take them winning the league again. No, but I mean, if football's reaction to this is half-hearted, it's that thing. It will happen again. It will be. Yeah, it, it will be. Yeah. It's, that, it's that thing. If you if you aim for the king, you better not miss. Like we need football needs to yeah. shoot this in the head rather than like give it a shot in the foot because how, otherwise it will heal and they'll try how, and get it. How, 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 how much to the fourteen? How much to the fourteen? How much power do the fourteen even have? Is it just fines and uh, is it just fines? They can certainly do fines. They can do points deductions. But what I thought, yeah, seventy five percent, or seventy five percent, like expulsion from the league. I think there's certain, certain. Yeah, like I'm sure it's tier. Yeah. yeah, you're not, you're not the Premier League rule back. No, yeah. but there is certain things where the seventy five percent rule but, does kick but in. But yeah, if we if we take a half measure on this, it will happen again. I and think it will happen like, again, regardless, mate. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, this won't deter them because they'll yeah, fuck exactly. off. There's but more money to be made over the It certainly pushes it. Like they won't try again for twenty years. If they'll just be smart about no. it. They'll just be smart about if it. This, will, it this will happen again. If if we don't bring in serious change, yeah. this will happen again and they'll fucking get away with it. Correct. Yeah. But it, even so, I don't think it'll happen for twenty they can't try again for twenty years probably. Yeah. They, they need, need to, to seriously rebuild this. Yeah. And Perez needs to have yeah. died, because let's yeah. be honest, he's an arsehole. Amen. Maybe <laughs> yeah. we should just murder him. Yeah. Maybe that should be the punishment. Guillotine. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you guillotine John Glazer, Florentino Perez, um, the world's a better place. Yeah, saying. you know. Yeah. So it's not, a shame they're not in France. They're French love a riot and a guillotine. But yeah. Mm. Well, it's, it's pretty mad, actually. You know, like, oh, could, you, could you actually imagine the reaction if if there were French teams involved in this? Like, yeah, that would. They'd have gone on strike. They'd have been a strike before yeah. you know it. Yeah, they mm. love a strike. The French. Yeah. 
Nah. Yeah. I mean, what, what's going to be interesting now is whether like, the likes of Henry and Glazer can even carry on as the owners of their clubs. Exactly. Well, this is the thing. Well, this is well, irreparable. Do, 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 yeah, they haven't said no, it fuck is. Up, they? Huh? They haven't Sorry? said anything. Well, no, John, John Henry, Henry, John Henry's released a video. John, uh, John Henry has released an apology video. It's, oh, honestly, yeah, it's the most it, it smack, video. It smacks of like, it smacks of like I'm fucking... Sorry. reading from a telephone. Like, no, honestly, a bit like Logan Paul after the dead body kind of is. Yeah. This is like the I, football I, in the I football. Have made football. A mate, mate, it's, like, it's like a petulant teenager who's been caught doing something. It's like, say you're sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. like, you clearly don't oh, yeah, mean it. I've let the fans down. Like, like, fuck off, you cunt. And the thing is as well with that, is that up until this point, you have to say, like, like I feel like the majority of Liverpool fans would have been very, very happy with John Henry because they won the Champions League and the Premier League under his tenure. He, you know, he wasn't gung-ho with Klopp, say, you know, in the first couple of years when they weren't quite making it to that to that level. He, he was yeah. patient. They gave him time. They let him... They, they did the what Liverpool used to do. Let a manager build the team up and, and get there and... and They've reaped the rewards in terms of the Champions League and the Premier League. Obviously, this year's an off year. You expect yeah. them to be back stronger next year with a few recruitments and that. And then for like, like his reputation that is dead now. They they could win the Premier League for the next three years in a row, and they will still want that guy gone now. Correct. They will still want John Henry out of that club. It's, He's ruined it. it. It's because it's a club that's so strong about its heritage as well. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think City fans were really upset about this, but I'm not fucking up surprised about City. It's new money club. Like I don't, I, I don't. I mean, what do they I, owe to I, the Premier what League? What surprised me a bit about City is they've invested so much into Manchester, and I don't yeah, think they ever wanted yeah. to stop that. rebuilding Moss side. No, the, the I training agree. pictures they put in there, the, all the work they've done around Manchester, the academy. They've gone long term on this, and yeah. for them to like almost throw it away for a franchise seemed a bit weird. They were. Like, they, to me, they were the oddest case of the teams in. Mm. The rest of them, I could see why they'd have gone. Well, Arsenal and Tottenham yeah. wanted money. Arsenal and Tottenham weren't getting there, so they needed to get some some way in. Yeah. United and Liverpool had American ownership, so they they just wanted that kind of shop. Yeah. Chelsea's probably the other slightly weird one because, but that's Bruce Buck, who's behind Abramovich. Yeah. yeah. So he's the driver there. City, I just don't see what they mm. stood to benefit from this. I don't, and as I say, like, and I know they were the first ones to jump ship, and I don't want to give them a free pass. They obviously don't deserve a free pass. They got on the bus and they were driving this thing forward. But they were the ones that surprised me in terms of even being involved. I don't get it. I don't get no, it. No, I, I, I agree. At. I agree. I think you summed it up perfectly there. Like what they've done for the city of Manchester in general, the, the stadium complex they've built, it's all centered around Manchester, you know, like, and, you know, we talked about the possibility of, the, of the, these fixtures being played. In Saudi Arabia, in Dubai, in New York, in Los Angeles, wherever, um, you know, the, the, for the for like for them to when you think as you said of what the roots they've put into Manchester since taking over thirteen years ago, for them to kind of just throw that away when let's be real, they're already the richest players in the game anyway, and it would only it's only it's only really going to benefit Real Madrid and Barcelona. I mean, obviously, you know, all the others are going to get the money, but in terms of the clubs that desperately needed it. Real Madrid and Barcelona, are the, are the, they're the reason why they're still there. Man City didn't need this extra 300 million per year. They just didn't. And it, and if anything, it would just be giving their competitors an extra 300 million a year to compete with them. Yeah, yeah. They 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 stand they they stand they stood to lose the most from this. And, and so they've, I, gone, yeah, I, they've, they've gone all in on the Champions League as well for the past few years. Like, yeah. that's been their whole raison d'etre. That's get the, the one League. thing that that's the one thing they want. 
to complete the set then once they win that champions league once they've they've completed football effectively like they yeah. like the it's over the the, the the task they've started 13 years yeah. ago would be finished once they win the champions league you can follow the Real Madrid way and just get loads of debt and Right. That's the thing that surprised me about Real Madrid. This is a club that's mm. been built on its Champions League success mm. and European Cup successes. They love the 13 Champions League European Cup titles. Yeah. It's, that's what the foundation of Madrid is built on European Cups. That is the difference maker between Real Madrid and all the other clubs in the, in, in the world, really. Because when you think that the second next is AC Milan on seven, you got Real Madrid on 13. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's, you know, that heritage and, and everything else. It, yeah, it's the just, Galactica it's just money. Reason. Reason. Um, yeah. But I, I, I think I think Real, I think you'll get away with it in Real Madrid. The fan base. There's a fan base there, but I, I it's not that, There must be an election in Madrid soon. Perez is going to have to stand in it. Yeah. This was his project. Stubborn yeah. man. He's still going to be there, guys. The Super League's going ahead. We've got Aston Villa, Stoke. Oh, no, yeah, I, I said it. It's, you liken it to guys like I've got a table of 12 for a birthday party and like the way to keep coming over, like, are your friends coming? He's like, yeah, yeah, no, they're, they're definitely coming. He's like, an hour later. They can't still, no, they're definitely coming, mate. Don't worry. They'll, they'll, be, they'll be here. here. <laughs> they'll be here. And you'll see him just say that. Like, 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 just crying into his soup. Here's <laughs> the thing that really got me as well, actually, because... The the clubs themselves and the the ones that made the statement, they actually themselves never referred to it as the European Super League. It was just the Super League. So and I, I'm mm. thinking with the, these extra spots because again, we all know it's not really about football in equipment. You know, you know, like being good at football is you know because Spurs and Arsenal would not be anywhere near it realistically. Let's be real, and even and even you know, Man United, they've not reached the final of the Champions League in ten years. Man United, they've they've missed out on basically the Champions League every other season, pretty much since Ferguson left. Man yeah. City have never won the European Cup. Liverpool have literally just won their first title in thirty years. Spurs have won the won. league title in sixty years. To put that into context, yeah. Ipswich have won the league title more recently than Tottenham, and we won it in nineteen sixty two. Like that's madness. It is. It is that. But you look at this right, and, and as I said, it was the, the clubs and the organisation itself only ever referred to it as the Super League. And I'm thinking again, talk about not being planned properly. I think, especially with the the idea of taking it global in the future. I am amazed they didn't try and get, especially when they got Man City on board. Why not then try and get New York City on board, LA Galaxy on board, into Miami? David Beckham's well, no, club I mean, on board. If you, if you um, looked at that, surely, surely you're going to look at like Boca Juniors and say Santos. Uh, they, they don't. Potentially, they don't but, their money. potentially, but there's you could argue there's maybe more money in those American if, if clubs you, than if you want to get creative, if you want to get creative with it and go where money is, China. That um, yeah, Shanghai. Club. I know their what league is pretty much folded. Uh, I know their league got, is pretty much folded now. But but that but that's partly why you try and get him in, surely. Yeah. Just give him three hundred million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they'd be up for that. Yeah. No, exactly. And then and then you've got then obviously the the, the Chinese are already that would be then much more invested because there would be Chinese clubs yeah. playing against you know these European giants well, I, in I mean, it's basically competitive like, games. It's basically like those friendly tours that they do, but competitive. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Can you do think- it on a cold, rainy night in Shanghai? <laughs> I don't think yeah. it's ever really that cold in Shanghai. Hot, hot rainy nights in Shanghai. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A warm, fucking Shanghai night. Winter, but-, but no, honestly, though, I do think that they were probably thinking down the line because there's a reason why they didn't well, put the European tag but, on it. We've, you know, the, the fans and the media have put the European it started, tag on yeah. it. But, but I, yeah. I mean, the, the, the interesting thing is FIFA are trying to expand the Club World Cup, though, aren't they? To make yeah. it a massive thing. That's sort of what they want to do. That's the only reason mm. they're opposed to this, by the way, is because they ESL, that would have blocked them doing the new Club World Cup. Yeah. Which well, the thing is, you've got, the thing it, that you've got to think as well is, so obviously, had this gone ahead, there was obviously it came out when Project Big Picture was a thing, you know, like six months or so ago, uh, and um, you know FIFA uh, came out and UEFA came out and they both said anyone that competes in the Super League will be banned from competing in, in UEFA or FIFA competition. So, i.e., you can't play in the Euros or you can't play in the World Cup. But this Super League, the, the people behind it would have gone, well, we'll just make our own World Cup. We'll just make mm. our own equivalent of the Euros and the equivalent of the Super, uh, uh, the the World, uh, you know, the the, Co- the Copper America or, or whatever it's yeah. called. That, that's what they would have done. Like so, yeah. and, and as I said, if the money's there, I just. I really do think the only way, like, this has fallen down through two aspects. It's fallen down through the players not wanting to do it and through just, the, the, I feel like, the lack of planning behind the movement. Yeah. If they got the planning right and they was, and they said to the players immediately, if you stay and play, you'll each get, I don't know, like an extra 25 to 50% on your contract that you're currently on. Players are then going to start sending this, you know, especially you know ones that aren't haven't got ties oh. to European clubs. Yeah. They're going to be st- sitting there going, well, you know, like if you've got Oscar going to China in his mid twenties and Marco Onoutovic and all these players, like you know, these players are going to sit there and go, well, all right, then I'll just stick it it's out not here him, and play this. And the other, the other thing to think about is like, if you're right, if it, they just put a bit more time into planning, if they if they got a, a t- it didn't even have to be lots of if they got. For example, BT to sign up to it in principle and say, yeah, we would be interested in hosting yeah. this sort of thing. But we don't know when it's going to come We don't know it's going to be, but we'd be interested in it. Automatically, Sky go, well, fuck, like BT's over there. And then Amazon. They've already got the Champions League. And then Amazon go, well, hold on, so BT's doing it. We want a, a slice of that pie. You automatically create an environment where yeah. well, these companies want to compete against I each mean, other and, and it makes it even that much more attractive to go into something like this. And that's that's what I said before, like the the lack of planning gave the clubs an easy out of this too. Yeah, it's yeah. a fucking mess. Because if they said in two yeah. years everyone signed up for this to start in two years and that's a commitment we've made and we're gonna work with you over to that target, but all the players and we've signed up all the clubs, all the players know this is gonna happen in two years, it would have happened. The fact they've got this is starting yeah. in August and we've told nobody. And I was like, "Well, that seems a little bit quick to me." Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and everyone was the, like, "Oh no!" Uh, yeah. And yeah, you know, if, if they if they came yeah. to these clubs with cash up front and went, "Yeah, this is already going on Prime, or this is already going on Netflix, or Disney, or whatever," right? You, you know, we're cutting out the middlemen of Sky, and but you know, you're going to get all of this. Here's your three hundred and fifty million right now. So you can sack Mourinho if you want Daniel Levy. Yeah. You can do whatever, you know, or you could, you know. It would still be a tight ass with it though. Yeah, it still yeah, be a you want Harland, you want Harland Man City, there you go. Like, but no, <laughs> it, it's just, it felt, it, it's so rushed and for it to be, oh yeah, we're going to be starting in August. You're like, well, Hank, you've not even got the TV rights sorted. You've not even got like, like the cash in hand. We've not How even got all the clubs signed up. I know. We've got, got 12. Yeah. How are you going to get this off the ground? So it's just, it's just amazing, but, 
But honestly, man, and it's good that we can kind of sit here and, and like mock it now. But when when all these clubs were pulling out of the ECA, I was seriously stressed. I, no, honestly, I was sat there. I was like, I was like, this is it. I was like, this is this is happening. I was like, I was like, these clubs are they're, they're pulled out of the ECA. I I this is happening. I kind of went through the stages of like grief and reckoning. Like Same. I started off just like. I was like, that's not, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And then it went on. I was like, no, no, I think this is going to happen now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I went through yeah. a, 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 a stage. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what it was, but I just always felt like it wasn't. I always, yeah, I don't think leaving the ECA is as big a thing as people necessarily thought it was. I don't think it takes that much to sign up to it yeah. and pull out of it. Mm. it it's kind of a, a meaningless show. It's, I mean, yeah, now, yeah, in the sense so that it, you it, are, it's about as minimal a commitment as they could have done. That's what I mean. Because I mean. the, the thing that got me was it was because that they had already signed the agreement and then they started them pulling out. So I'm like, they've not only signed it, but they're then taking active steps to ensure that it happens. Oh, um, yeah. So that was why I was like, shit, uh, like, this isn't just talk anymore. They're actually doing things. Co- yeah, co- a contract that early on means bullshit. No, you don't think these so millionaire organisations run by by very, very wealthy, intelligent people would have signed a contract that they know they can't get out of. They knew they could get out of it at any time. Yeah. I mean, I you would sign up for something you can't get out of. Yeah, there's been all kinds of applauses in that. I don't know, it's just... Uh, maybe it would be a false hope, but I just... I never saw it. I could just... The fans were never going to allow it. And I know the fans weren't important, but they are important eventually. They needed TV fans. They needed someone to buy into this. I think you just hit the nail on the head. They needed people to buy into it. And if you've got mm. TV companies bought into it, because they don't, as much as, as much as we all think, they need fans... Yes, they need fans. But it doesn't matter where those fans are. It doesn't but matter the if they're from Chelsea. It matters... Do people support us and give us money? Yeah. I don't care whether that fan is from Chelsea and lived in London the whole life, or if they are from Beijing or Dubai yeah. or no, anywhere it. else in the world, or America or Canada. They well, don't care. As Perez said, legacy fans. He's like, we, we don't need them. What they they want tourists. They don't want fans. They want tourists. They That's... want they want they want people that would treat football like it's a day out at Harry Potter studios. It's going to turn up. You know, and gonna go. You know, they've spent however much. You know, like a hundred pounds each on a ticket. Blah blah blah. And then they're gonna go into the club shop, and they're gonna each spend. You know, the, you know, the best part of a hundred pounds or more on merchandise. And then they're gonna sit sit in the stadium, have their popcorn, and go. And then the very next week, it'll be a different family or a different group of friends that replaces them. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. This is why all the big clubs are striving for bigger stadiums. Their state, their stadiums house their regulars. All of them, pretty much. Yeah. They don't want regulars. That's what I mean. So they yeah. want bigger stadiums so they can get more fans in who are not regulars because they don't really need. They got. They know who the regular no, fans are. They don't. As I said, they don't want fans. They want tourists. They yeah. want consumers. They want casuals. They don't want someone that's gonna. That if they lose that game, they're gonna go home and be like, oh, that you, you know, like that's ruined my fucking weekend. They want someone that's gonna. If they if they see the team lose, they're gonna go, oh well, you know, that was a bit naff. But I don't really get, get drunk out. Yeah, yeah, the kind of people are buying half and half scarves. Yeah, Yeah, no, that is what they want. They want the half and half scarf merchants. That's what they want. Yeah. The people that will just dip in and out because they know that there's enough people in the world to for that to be viable. They know they don't yeah. need loyalty. They know that they just need 
someone they need loyalty to, to a prophet. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you can lose, it doesn't matter if you lose. Let's say I don't know. So let's say there's ten million Chelsea fans. I don't know. I'm picking on Chelsea. We could be any club. There's ten million Chelsea fans in the UK, or uh, or there's I don't know. Say there's half a million that go to games throughout the course of a season. You don't need that. You want 40, 60, 150 million fans that are on TV, that are watching, that will fly out and will do all that bullshit. It's, it's, a, it's a business and it's about maximising yeah, yeah, yeah. your revenue. And I think that, that this is where it, it needs to come to some sort of... If we want to take these institutions as historical and important, um, then we yeah, need to start doing I, something I mean, to this is them. where the fit and proper persons test needs complete reworking. We need <laughs> yeah. ownership. When they sign up to buying the football team, there needs to be clauses in there we will not mess with the structure of the league unless it's agreed by all other members of the league or whatever whatever the wording needs to be, whatever the legal jargon needs to be. If you're going to buy a club in England, you sign up to this, to this clause. Uh, I, I, we are not going to mess with the structure. I, of the I, I would go further. I would make it a criminal offence. So if you do dodgy shit in banks, mm. you go to prison. You don't, you don't just get a fuck. Sometimes you get a fine. You go to prison. You go to jail. They, it needs to be the same level of scrutiny. If you break these laws yeah. um, breaking financial conduct is not an, a light thing to do so it shouldn't be a light thing to do to fuck with our heritage yeah I agree 100% I think I think that's that's a good note on which to end <laughs> yeah no I feel like we've kind of covered that yeah <laughs> well for the minute anyway the Super League isn't happening which is good so uh, fuck you Perez fuck you the Glazers fuck everyone involved in this basically football is for the fans that's what the shirt says. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we will see you on the next episode.